Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a best-selling book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, three-time best-selling author and founder of Big Idea to Bestseller, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it really takes to write an incredible book, to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and to change the world. Now, whether you want more credibility, you want to book more speaking engagements, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! This is a very, very special episode, my friends. What you are about to hear over these next half hour, these next 25, 30, 35, who knows how long this is going to go, but you are about to hear an incredible story and an incredible journey about Telma Sanchez. Now, before I give you her official bio, I just got to say that Telma, her brand new book, Own Your Dance, is out. It's live. She went through our program. She started in April and her book's out before the end of September. And I just got to say before we begin this, if you want someone who's going to kick you in the butt, who's going to inspire you to get out of your comfort zone, who's going to tell you their honest thoughts, that is Telma. So fasten your seatbelts because you're going to get to learn so much about what it took for her to write her book and how her book is going to impact so many lives around the world. So let me tell you about Telma. Telma Sanchez is a certified life and high performance coach, speaker, community builder, and accountability partner. She has helped countless people transform their professional and personal life via her coaching program and retreats. She's an active mother of two who loves to travel and spend time outdoors. You can find her dancing and constantly pushing her community to leave their comfort zone. Telma, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. I know that every call that we've had leading to your book coming out, you have just been like, Jake, we're making this happen. We're doing it. And you've been like, Jake, you're pushing me. I'm crying. I'm loving it. I'm happy. I'm sad. You had every emotion over these last five and a half, six months. And, and I want to first off, just start by saying, congratulations. Your book is out. It's called Own Your Dance. And I'm so proud of you for, for getting this book out. I am so excited to say that my book is out. And yes, I am. I have you to thank for all the emotions that you put me through. It's quite a roller coaster, but I am very excited that, that this is now a thing that I can hold in my hands. So, so, so tell us, you, you have this book, Own Your Dance. Why did you want to write a book in the first place? You know, it's a, it's a random story, but it's so true. I never thought of me as an author. I never thought I wanted to write a book, but then I had kids and I love to travel. I love to be outdoors. And some, and I am a, an avid hiker. Some hikes you cannot do with two kids in your bags. And I, I do a lot of them with them, but they're getting heavier. And I really wanted to hike the Grand Canyon dream to dream which is 24 miles on a day. I want It's a challenge. You have to train for it. And you have his mindset, his body, his everything. And I wanted to do it with my husband. And because, you know, every now and then you want to be on the same page. You want to have to be stuck in a canyon to catch up, get, 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 a, get to know each other again, right? So my husband lost his father at a very, like at a young age. And ever since then, he is very prepared. And he told me, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to go, but we need to leave a wheel together. We can put it together. We can leave, we have to leave it ready. And then we can go because we're not going to leave the kids without have all the preparation needed. I was like, all right, the, the trip was already paid for. I was already trained. I was like, sure, whatever. Totally underestimating the task of sitting in a law office, being asked all kinds of 
horrible questions of what would happen with my kids if my husband and I were to die. I am not one to plan for the worst case scenario. You know me, I love to have fun, you know, think positive, find solutions, make it happen, great. Well, I left that place upset, like upset in all kinds of ways. I was, I never had to, I never thought I had to make such decisions. I was mad that we, were, if something was to happen, this document was just going to leave our kids with instructions. And that's when I told my husband, I really feel so wrong about this document that I'm going to just have to write a book about it. Because if I were to die, I want to be the one to tell my kids my story. I want them to tell them who I am, why I am the way that I am. But I want them to hear it from me, not my mom, not my sister, not a perspective outside of myself. And I want them to understand how we came about, why they came about. And so it's a it's a love letter slash lesson collection of stories for my kids so they can get to know me. <laughs> that is a beautiful story. And, and, you know, one of the things that we talk about and we've talked about this many times is how important having a strong why and intention is to being able to complete this book. And one of my favorite stories that you ever told me when you were writing this book was how I was, I was encouraging you. I was holding you accountable and you came back and you're like, Jake, I'm feeling stuck. And I was like, why are you doing this? And you told me why you were doing it. And you, you told me it's for your kids and for people around the world to be able to know that they can live the life they've always wanted. And I said, okay, remember that why. Every time you struggle, remember that why. And the next call, you say, Jake, you won't believe what I just did. But I locked myself in the bathroom at two in the morning for hours to write my book because I knew that I needed to get this done. And if that isn't a testament to your character, to the support of who you care for and what you're willing to do to make your dreams come true, then, then I don't know a better story. So I love that about you and about your, about how you decided to make this happen and how much you care about the people that are in your life. And as you wrote this book, what is it really all about? You know, we know why you wrote this book and I know what it's all about, but for everyone who's listening, what is the book all about? Honestly, this is a collection of stories in which I really get to share the lessons that I learned throughout my life to really invite the reader, one of my kids, but anyone, uh, to reflect on what is it, what their, their values, their thoughts, their abilities, their decisions, what are the decisions being made out of fear or love or faith or whatever it is that is driving you to recognize it and acknowledge it, embrace it. To, um, it's a collection of stories in which you really get to go through a journey of knowing yourself, just like I am sharing mine and what it took me to get past the getting stuck in all kinds of things, to embrace who I am, embrace my accent, embrace exactly what comes with the whole package that it is me, and then create the life of, of my dreams. And with the hopes that you do the same thing, because I really do think that everybody deserves that. And for a long time, I, I didn't think that. For a long, long time, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just not me, I mean, I'm not from here, so I'm probably not going to dream them. I'm not, I can't have the American dream if I'm not even from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, you talk about 
limiting beliefs and, and overcoming that, you know, when people feel stuck and you, and you talked about it just now in this book is a bunch of these stories of your life of how you've kind of overcome these things. And so if someone's listening here that has beliefs or maybe they're, they're new to America or new to a job or in a new situation and they have limiting beliefs, what, what are some things that they can do to help that you can recommend to help them feel unstuck or to keep on going, even if they have these doubts in their mind? I feel like doubts are definitely something that we all have experienced, regardless of where you're from. I definitely, if you just move here, you're going to experience the culture shock. And I definitely talk about the culture as part of, of my shock, but acknowledging the doubts that you have and then really reframing it to where like, what, how far have you come? Because normally we are so quick to be like, oh my gosh, I'm just not good enough for this. I'm not made for this. And I'm not, not, not. And all these pessimistic thoughts and doubts keep crowding your brain when in reality you made it that far you already got the job it's your first day in this new office in this new city in this new country in this new school but you already made it so you already got through so much together so think of those wins think of those times in which you already showed up for yourself and what it took from it so you can do it again Mm -hmm. Tell me, this is this is some good stuff. All right. It's clear that, that you live this as well as teach this. And once somebody, you know, limiting beliefs are always going to be part of somebody's life, right? Like you can, people all have fears. We all have doubts, but it's what you do when you have those things. And once you kind of work on your mindset and you kind of power through these and you recognize, like you said, like who you are and you embrace the full you and you've realized you have made it already. Well, the next phase is, well, how do we get to that next level? And a lot of times, you know, it requires us to get out of our comfort zone. So how have you gotten out of your comfort zone recently? And how do you really help other people get out of their comfort zone so that they could not only make it, but that they could live that dream life and get to that next level? I definitely believe that those limiting beliefs are something that you constantly have to acknowledge and work at because, you know, new level, new devil, all the things. I am a damn good wife, but I became a mom and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So it's it's all new th things that you do, that you embrace. And that's why I definitely believe that getting out of your comfort zone is the way to prove yourself how capable you are of doing hard things. It's just proof. Normally we wait for the for life to happen to us and we have to react to it. But when you actively put yourself out of your comfort zone, you are seeking that opportunity with an open mind, with an open perspective, with a solution mindset in which like, I'm going to figure this out. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure this out. And that gives you so, it, it gives you the feeling of confidence, but you're actively seeking it. And it's, proof is a fact that you're giving to yourself it's such a gift to show up for yourself and to see how much you can do many things that I've been doing lately have definitely been putting me out of my comfort zone this podcast I for a long time I wouldn't leave a voice message because I was so aware of my accent I was like nope texting or email or <laughs> or none of anything that requires me to hear my voice again uh, my book I English is my second language and the book it's now out and it is in English. So, and many things like hiking the rim to rim is definitely was a dream, but it, it is quite a challenge. It's a physical and mindset challenge as well. Um, and I recently joined a little dance competition just for fun, just for fun. <laughs> but it's definitely out of my comfort zone because I, I don't like being the light of a show, but you live and you learn.
and you always have a fun doing so. So <laughs> see, see, that's what I, that's what I love about you is it's not just that you're. I'm going out of my comfort zone. I'm working on my limiting beliefs. I'm focusing on my mindset. Like it's you're doing all the work, but you're doing the work while having a ton of fun in the process. And oh, yeah. I think that in our society, in our world, too many people are like it's one or the other. And I think it's like a this and a yes and like we only got one shot to live. We literally have one life. You don't get a second life. I mean, depending on what you believe, who knows what you want to say. But in this life, I only get one shot at it. I want to do it right. And from watching you on social media and from working with you and seeing you go through this book, you not only got out of your comfort zone to write this book, but you made sure that every time you showed up, you put in the work, you did the challenging things, you shared your emotions, you were real, you were raw, you were vulnerable, you had fun, you told other people what they needed to do to make sure they kept up. And, and what's really cool about that is not only at the end of it, did you now have a book that's out, it's published, people can go buy it on Amazon, which if you're listening to this right now, you absolutely should go buy it on Amazon, but you've had a ton of fun in the process. And so I, I'm curious, what's been for you the most fun as you've written this book and, and gotten out of your comfort zone? Because I think people would be interested to see like, wait a sec, you're out of comfort zone was writing an entire book in your second language. That's nuts. Like what was the most fun for you as you went through the book process to get to this point? Uh, uh, I have, I had fun throughout the whole process, but there was definitely ups, ups and downs. But the, I think my favorite part was looking back at the stories that I'm sharing and literally laughing at myself because you, oh gosh, guys, I was, I was dumb for a while, you know, <laughs> like I am, I did some dumb stuff and now I'm looking from a different perspective in which like, oh my gosh, but with the lessons that I got from it, I'm visiting from a different perspective, sharing it and seeing what others like their, their, the impact that it's making into them. It's been super fun to watch. And well, yeah, honestly, like even hiding in the bathroom, I know you guys think it's weird, but when you have kids, the bathroom becomes a sanctuary. It's a quiet place. It's the only door that it locks in the house. And so it's just embracing the madness that you that you're in and yet create, you know, acknowledging it. This is this is my life and I am here for it and I love it. When you when you do all the things that you do, whether it's coaching, it's dancing, it's partying, it's book writing, it's community building. When you do all of these things, what what continues to drive you throughout it? Because there are so many times in life where we could just say, eh, I don't feel like it. Eh, I don't want to do it. Eh, this seems hard. Eh, it's not comfortable. What drives you to actually get the results and help others do the same? That's actually something that you already kind of mentioned in this podcast is honestly the fact that I do live each day as a date as a life itself I'm not sure I'm gonna wake up tomorrow I'm not sure what's on my like I can plan shit out of my year but I don't know if I'm gonna make it to it so today today I get to do my best today I get to show my kids how I'm how I like to live life that I can dance in the car I want to show by example I don't want to be an instructor I don't want to give you a workbook until you figure out I want to show you do it with you hang out keep you accountable because yes, I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I am very direct, but I am there. I am here for it. And I definitely think that embracing each day is super powerful and it's a huge motivation to me. And some of them, I think that is morbid and it might be, but it works for me. And I, and I can honestly say that I'm living the best life day by day, 
but I'm making the best that I can with what I got. And when I know better, I'll do better. And until then, I'm having fun with it. Amazing. And and you do this on a day-to-day basis. And now you have a book to add to the list of incredible things that incredible challenges that you've taken on and that you've completed. And so now that you have the book, what are you what are you hoping to do with the book? How do you want to use this book for your future, for your kids, for your business? What's what are some of your plans? I mean, for my kids, for I'm, they're for sure gonna laugh at the stories that, that are there. Uh, but honestly, this book is it's also a gift to many that have felt the same way that I did. So not feeling enough, not feeling like you're worthy, not feeling like you deserve things are feelings that I think are pretty common, but we don't often talk about. So this gift, this book is like, it's an opportunity to realize that first of all, you're not, you're not stuck on there alone. Those feelings are actually pretty normal and pretty, you know, workable you can do something about it so it's an invitation in which you really get to be with yourself it's an invitation to where you can own your dance because you 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 have this life like you said we are in this for as i don't know however long period of time you are here and if you are you might as well enjoy it have fun embrace exactly who you are learn from the mistakes yes i had the grand canyon i fell twice but I, but I hiked it and I loved it. Yeah, and I wrote this book. I hated the editing phase, but I wrote it and now you can buy it. So it's like, there's challenges on everything. But at the end of the day, you have this life and you get to live it however you want. And the mm. faster that you get to embrace that, the faster you get to really enjoy it and create it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you talk about these feelings or these beliefs of worthiness of, do I deserve this? And, you know, a lot of people do feel that, but we don't often talk about it. Was there a time in your life where you felt that way? And then you ended up transforming yourself to feel more worthy, to feel that you belong. Talk to me about your journey and how that was kind of related to those feelings. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, it kind of all started with my family. I am the shortest. I grew up in a family where everybody is 6'3". And so every every picture that, that was taken, it was the, there was the awkward moment in which somewhere had somebody had to hold me up or something because I'm five two. So it I I didn't feel I didn't feel like I fit in in my own family from as far as I can remember. And you know, people love to comment. You know, why is she so short? Why is she so different? And she's so spunky. And the other ones are so quiet. And so all I started collecting evidence that that proved me that. And then I moved to the states and I didn't speak any. English. When I'm telling you any, I would say my name is and bathroom because that's as much as I kind of knew at the time. And um, I didn't know the culture. The culture is extremely different from Mexico City. And so all of those things make me feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm definitely not from here. I don't even speak the language. So it was evidence that I kept collecting. But 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 then but life goes on. My parents were like, yeah, I mean, figure it out. You still have to go to college and we're not going to pay for it. So you have to have good grades. You, you keep saying that you're going to fail because you don't speak the language. They didn't care. So it's, it's having to figure things out and having to acknowledge the fact that you got your own, your own back, that if, if the class is there, you can find friends, you can find a community, you can find a tutor, you can find a way to actually make, find a solution. And so 
that's what I kind of had to do over and over throughout my life. I mean, I had to learn English and here I am, <laughs> but it, it really just is having the, the opportunity to embrace it as, a, as a, what it is, an opportunity to really just step up for the challenge and own it versus blaming the whole society or your circumstances mm -hmm. or the culture that you're stuck in. That's that's so powerful. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of one of my good friends and he was diagnosed with cancer um, my sophomore year of high school. And, you know, he would go into surgery after surgery, you know, eventually it got so bad that the doctors would say to his friends and, and his family, like, say your goodbyes before he goes into the surgery, because he's probably not going to make it. We, we'd say our goodbyes, we'd wipe back our tears. And, and every single time, though, he came out stronger with a smile on his face. And he said a quote that uh, was in the newspaper and, and everything, cause he was a big athlete and you know, he was going through this battle and said, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And you know, as you're talking about your story, it reminded me of that because so often we blame the external circumstances. We say, ah, I can't do this. It's not meant for me. I, there's too many things against it. And we, we, we create this narrative, right? And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of adversity. Coming into uh, not speaking the language, that is a difficult thing to overcome, right? But yet here you are crushing it on a podcast with a going to be, if not already, a best-selling book on Amazon that is inspiring people around the world. And it, and it reminds me of this. We don't have control of everything that happens in our life. But we always have control in terms of how we respond to what happens. And I think that you and this book is exactly what this world needs to hear. How do you feel like you belong even if you don't? How do you overcome your limiting beliefs? How do you break free of cultural expectations? Like this is what your book is and this is why it's gonna be so, so, so life-changing. I'm so excited for you. And so I have to ask you this, your book's out. How good does it freaking feel to have accomplished this amazing thing? Honestly, I think it's starting to feel real. I'm very slow to really fully acknowledge the fact that it's a book that I can hold, but it feels amazing. It feels, I feel like, yeah, I can do anything because if I wrote a fucking book, sorry, if I wrote a book, then I can, yeah, I can continue just pick a challenge and do it with all the roller coaster that it involves. That's all that it is. It's a roller coaster in which you get to write it out. Everything passes the good and the bad. And this is a, uh, part of a legacy that I'm living so it's such a gift for my family and for anybody that wants to take on the journey of really owning your own dance and yes the circumstances in which we are are real they are real but that's but the solution is also real it's the, it's very much there you just have to give it some light in which you can really embrace it and start going that way that's so good, Tom. I, I'm, I'm so grateful that, that we've had a chance to work together to bring this book to life because you've been so much fun and you've inspired me throughout the process. I've shared the story of you going to your bathroom with so many people to, to, to talk about commitment and dedication and, and that you said everything is real, but so is the solution. And we just need to shine some light on that. So that is so good. So tell me, how do we buy your book? How do we follow you on social media? How do we learn more about the greatness that is Thomas Sanchez. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, you can find my book on Amazon.com and it's going to be, it is fully available to you now. And I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. I definitely want, I love for feedback. I think it's a gift. So give it to me straight <laughs> on social media. You can find me on Instagram and that's where I post my ins and outs. You might see me in a bathroom every now and then because I love that place. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So follow Telma on social media make sure to grab her book own your dance on amazon it's available all over the place there's the kindle version there's the paperback version go ahead grab it and be direct just like telma tell her what you really think because i know you're going to really enjoy this so telma thank you so much for being a part of this episode thank you so much for sharing your inspiring story and thank you so much for being an absolutely unbelievable person who tolerated me for coaching you um to get you this best-selling book so thank you for being on the show Telma. i appreciate you no 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 thank you for your support i mean I, I I talk back to you a few times in class, but I am so grateful because honestly, this book wouldn't be in your hands if it wasn't for the best accountability partner that I could get for this project. So Jake, it's, it's been such a, an honor to work with you and to learn from you and for and to to stay accountable to the challenge that we will agree on accomplishing. So we did it. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And so anybody, if you are enjoying this episode and you, you love listening to Telma's story, you got to go check out her book, Own Your Dance on Amazon. Grab yourself a copy. Maybe grab yourself five copies and give them to people uh, as you go through life. We'd love to see the message be spread. Her book's incredible. I know that I am getting multiple copies to give away because it is that good. And if you really enjoy this episode even more, post a picture of you listening to this. Tag Telma. And who knows? Maybe she'll give you a custom message. Message. Maybe she'll sign your book for you. So that's what I got for you today. Telma Sanchez, everybody, the newest author of Own Your Dance. And for everybody that's listening, I, I really just appreciate you taking the time. You know, we love doing these interviews, but it's up to you guys because you're here, you listen, you learn, you give us feedback, and it helps us grow and provide more amazing guests for you. So thank you for listening. And Telma, once again, thank you for being on the show. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jake Kelfer and we'll set up a time to chat. And if you really like what you heard today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you took 30 seconds to subscribe, leave a review and share this with your friends. Together, we are changing the game one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!